Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. Uh, it's been it's been a little while for us. Um, as I as I put in the description of the previous podcast, it has been waiting far too long to see the light of day. But obviously, if you're listening to this, it's now out in the open, which is fantastic. So the season is fast approaching, and I'm joined by Jack as ever to discuss running backs this week. Um, so how are you doing today, Jack? I'm fantastic, yeah. I mean, over the last few weeks, I've got three or four drafts booked in for dates. So, yeah, the season can't come quick enough. I'm, I'm very excited now. Yeah, it's that <laughs> deep breath now before the plunge. <laughs> and you just hope that you're going to land on some decent players and not draft terribly and screw yourself <laughs> for the rest of the year. Um, but, yeah, we're going to talk about running backs, I guess, uh, in redraft, just to be clear, um, not for not for dynasty. Um, though we probably should at some point do a bit of a reflection on dynasty rankings as they change all the time Agreed. depending on what happens. But for standard, um, well, for PPR scoring, I guess as well, just to be clear on that one, redraft, we'll go through our top 12 and I will kick us off with my number one. And this has been tricky because I feel like there are two options Same. here. Um, yeah, there is. One of them is, I guess, for the for the braver, uh, braver-hearted. I'm not a brave-hearted person, so I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor as my number one, mm-hmm. and I'm going to just jump to number two quickly as well and say Christian McCaffrey because I feel like they're the undisputed two in the top two. Yeah, luckily I have mine in, in exactly the same order. Um, I will say, yeah, that was it was a, a very tough decision because obviously CMC is just has such high upside um, and the fact that we're even talking him at two even though he's only played like however many games over the last season just <laughs> is a testament to how fantastic <laughs> and electric he is but yeah Jonathan Taylor I think obviously coming off 1800 yards and 18 rushing touchdowns and just being that entire Colts offense um, behind that you know top five offensive line they've got Matt Ryan so they're going to be much improved there right yeah I, I had to I had to put Jonathan Taylor at, at one yeah similar reasons for me um I think obviously it's always a bit scary when you have a bit of a change at, at quarterback especially uh for a new team but I guess you know Jonathan Taylor has a new quarterback in Matt Ryan we've also got a new quarterback yeah. for Christy McCaffrey and Baker Mayfield potentially if he uh, wins out the starting job which I imagine he will <laughs> he but has to <laughs> yeah I mean in both those scenarios it's um you know, there's it's quite tumultuous in both offenses. But Jonathan Taylor last year was just something to behold, and uh, yeah, I mean, if you had Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup on your team, you were you were <laughs> you weren't doing too badly, were you at all? So, uh, Jay, he's got the youth as well. Um, I know injury concerns shouldn't factor too much in because it's such an arbitrary stat. Um, but Jonathan Taylor, I think, at this point in his career is the yeah. more reliable option and just edges 100%. in front for me. As you say, I mean, McCaffrey's biggest problem is just that he is so overutilised. Um, I mean, to be fair, out of out of all the running backs on the list, these two are probably the most utilised running backs on their respective offences. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the game itself is changing. You are seeing a more shed backfield, which is good for the longevity of some players, but, you know you get more points the more somebody plays, right? If, if they're a good yeah. player. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad we're on the same wavelength with that one. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll dive to number three and I will allow you the honour of uh, putting forward your name. 
Yeah, I think, and again, I think it's 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 so tight this year. I think that's the first thing to say. And there's there's some people outside of my top twelve that I can't quite believe I've put outside the top twelve. If that makes any sense. Yeah. But after after much deliberation, I've I really like Austin Eckler this year. I've I've got Austin Eckler. Same for same for me. Yeah, definitely. Oh, good. Yeah, I think I mean the the Chargers offense. I love. Um, we've already discussed. Um, on the quarterbacks episode, which I hope you've listened to, that obviously I'm really high on Justin Herbert. I think in general their their offense is really going to fly this year. I think Austin Eckler is just such a massive part of it, especially especially catching the ball. Um, he could quite easily play, play receiver. He's that good. So yeah, I'm, I'm massive on Eckler this year. Yeah, same. I think the big thing for me this year with with Austin Eckler because I've I've always I've always liked him. Um, you have. And I've always been quite high on him because I do think, especially when you're playing PPR, Eckler is, yeah. is your guy. He, he he won't hit a thousand yards rushing, but he'll get the catches in, and that's you know one catch is ten yards. And when you put it into that kind of perspective, it's it's a first down, isn't it? So yeah, you know it's um it's huge. But for me, the big thing was during the draft, I was kind of sitting there with clenched fists because I've got Eckler in in dynasty and. I was yeah. thinking this, you know, he's getting on a bit now. Bless him. Um, he, he's younger than me, um, <laughs> but he's getting on a bit <laughs> God, now. That's sad. And um, I just thought, you know, this could be the time that the Chargers draft a running back highly as as a replacement or somebody who can kind of slide in behind him and and learn the way and and ultimately take over that spot but they didn't mm-hmm. and that gives me an enormous that amount of confidence yeah. this year yeah. I think obviously he's still that guy he's going to be that guy for this year at least and, and in redraft you only care about the year ahead so definitely there's no Massive doubt in my way. mind he is, he is a great guy to draft and at number 3 it's a steal and to say he was kind of RB7-8 last year uh, it's yeah. just mental um, you know he's he is one of the top 3 guys He is. you can't put him in the same tier as the first two by any no. means, there is a there is a drop uh, down to to Eckler, but he's just great. Um, number four for me. Oh God! Um, took me a long time to debate this, but this running back belongs to a team who, again, struggling at the quarterback position. They've got somebody new <sighs> under center. I think we're going to be on the same page the, again. Here, you know, the uh, the offensive line isn't as good as it could be, yeah. but. You know, last year, in spite of all odds and in spite of having not very much in the way of an, <laughs> an O-line, he did do exceptional things. And he had a crazy little pointless, large number of points that won a few people <laughs> the championships, I believe, last year. It is uh, it, it is Najee Harris I've got on the Yeah, great. Um, as I say, he, he just seems to defy yeah. the odds. You know, in, in spite of a not great situation, he was just doing incredibly well. And he is another running back who is being heavily, heavily utilised. And I think with with the new QB, um, yeah. you are looking at somebody who is a great outlet or is a great safety blanket for that that rookie QB whose name mm. is escaping me. Who's Who went to the Steelers? Yeah, Kenny Pickett. Pickett, of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, so... so yeah, Najee Harris, perfect safety blanket and an absolute machine. I think he's going to be great this year. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, seven played all seventeen games. You know, over three hundred rushing attempts. The seventy four catches is is just insane. I mean, that's what you really look out for. Um, seventy four catches, three touchdowns in PPR is is massive. I actually think the rushing touchdowns will go up. I think he'll get more than seven this year. Um, and I think, like you said, it's the perfect safety blanket for 
for Pickett when he does play. Um, they would obviously, you know, Roethlisberger and everyone was dreadful last year, so I actually think they'll be they'll be a little better this year. So yeah, Harris for me is is going to really go off this season. I think, and the the catching in particular is is the reason I've got him up for. Yeah, that, I mean, again, as we as we say, ten yards per catch. Technically, you know, it's it, exactly it's just huge points, huge points. Um, number five, do you want to go for this one? Yeah, number five. I think. Yeah, this. I think this might be more in hope because I just always admired him as a player. Obviously, after the big injury, I've I've got I've got Derek Henry at five. Oh, okay. We differ now. We we, we do differ, differ now. I I I do think. I think the the days of um his epic two thousand yard seasons I I think are probably gone, but I think given the time off um I don't I don't think he's done yet I I think he's gonna have a a big year this year, uh the Titans have lost AJ Brown I know they, they they drafted a receiver but I think I think personally if the Titans go anywhere I think it's I think it's on the back of of Derrick Henry. Like we look at last year, he only played eight games, but he still had nine hundred and thirty-seven yards and ten touchdowns. Like that's that's insane. Yeah. So he nearly had a one thousand yard season in eight games. Yeah. So I I, I think it is, as long as don't get me wrong, the health is obviously a concern. But if you look to the two years before that, obviously he played full seasons. So I, you know I think he comes back after the time off. I, I think he has a massive year. I can quite easily see him, see him going for for fifteen hundred again because I think they just have to they have to keep feeding him the ball three hundred and fifty plus carries. I would imagine. Yeah, that's good. Good points. I mean, he he is my he's my number six. So okay, he, he didn't fall far from me. Um, but yeah, no, you make some great points. I think I think as a player, he's he's kind of exceptional in a way. As as you say, he was still a great option last year in spite of the. The lack of games that he got in comparison to everybody else, he was just storming away. And I guess until last year, really, he's kind of been, you know, he's not exactly been a glass cannon like McCaffrey or or, or Mixon. You know, he's not been somebody who's incredible when they're when they're healthy, mm-hmm. and then you know often finds themselves injured. Having an injury to to Derrick Henry was a surprise for everybody. I think we were yeah. all shocked. You know, he is a tank, um, and I think that for that reason alone, I think you know he is getting on a bit now. He has to start falling off a cliff at some point, and I'm, I think I'm echoing the words I said last year because I know I wasn't that high on him last year either. Um, <laughs> which you know, more for me, it's the injury that's kind of saved me a little bit of embarrassment there. But yeah, he, he can't stay at that level for this long, surely. I guess it's just my disbelief <laughs> that's that's kind of keeping him low, uh, which is why for me uh, at number five, um, I've got uh, Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon's yeah, number enough, five. Yeah. I think you know he He's was he was the number fourth overall uh, running back in PPR last year, uh, yep. number three in standard. And he's you know aside from the the injury he had in twenty twenty that kind of kept him out of the majority of games. He he still plays so so well. He's got a great offense around him. The, the Bengals have deliberately and specifically and meticulously tried to build their own line because of the Burrow injury the year before. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they want yeah. to keep him safe, which in turn keeps Mixon safe. You've got great players um, that need to be covered by the defence in Chase and Higgins and Boyd, but that yeah. obviously stretches <laughs> defences as well, which just gives Mixon room to run. And he's 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 hit he's hit his prime now. He's he's probably the best he'll ever be. So I feel like this is his year to really, you know, he has a chance to do even better than 
what he did uh, last year, I think. But you know, he's he's up against some tough competition to do so. But I, I just think Mixon's a fantastic player, and to to not have him in my top five after how well he did last year, I think would be would be wrong of me personally. So that's why he's where he is. Yeah, no, yeah, complete. I mean, yeah, we we both love Mixon. I think a lot of people, like you said, were a bit too down on him after the the, the only playing six games in twenty twenty. Um, but yeah, last 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 year dispelled and any doubt for me. Um, I think in that offense, he, he is one of the focal points. He's great running the ball. He, he's no slouch at receiver either. You know, forty two catches last year. Um, I think yeah, I think he plays full season again. I think he has a very good season. I think I've always just had a bit of a soft spot for Derrick Henry, so it's it's very close between the two. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Henry just edges it for me. Great stuff. So who's your number six? So, so yeah, six was Mixon. Oh, it is Mixon. I'm happy okay. to go on to... So we've only, yeah, we've only switched one. To seven. So I have Dalvin, Dalvin Cook at number seven. Um, Same. Very good. I, I just think that, you know, he he is and was elite. And I think people are sleeping on him a little yeah. bit. Again, I suppose injuries are a worry with him a little bit because he does have a tendency to uh, to have some awkward plays and you kind of sit in there gritting your teeth waiting for him to get back up again. Um, yeah, just eyes closed every time he takes oh, a snap. God, I know, it's terrifying. <laughs> but I, I know I'm a Vikings fan, but I am really looking forward to this year. Um, I was reading a stat where I think if if the Vikings last year hadn't taken, uh, hadn't lost any points in the last two minutes of each of their games, they would have been something like they'd have lost two games the entire season, that's mental. which that's is crazy. Mental. That's how close they were. You know, that's that's how important those two minute drills are. Um, Cook has always been a huge part of this offense, and and he will be yeah. this year again. But I do think that this a new offensively minded coach, mm. you know, compared to to Zim, who you know his his defense was his pride and joy, wasn't it? Until it started crumbling yeah. with the new order of of the way NFL's played now, but having a new coach who is offensively minded and seeing the things coming out of camp with Kirk Cousins as well, that ball's going to get slung a lot more. And Cook is another fantastic example of a running back who is great. He will probably rack up and amass a thousand yards on the ground, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him sort of surpass 500 yards catching either. Yeah, no, yeah, completely agree. I think, I mean, that, that, that start about the last two minutes is crazy, I think. You know, I've I've never been the biggest supporter of of Kirk Cousins, but the, the Vikings were a, like an underrated team last year. The the offense was very good. Cook's a massive part of it. He, although he does have always have the niggly injuries. You know, at the end of the day, he still played thirteen games last year and then fourteen games each the the two years before. I think if we look at the numbers, if you look last year, eleven fifty nine yards. I think he's definitely going to improve on that. And the biggest one, six touchdowns on the ground. I think that's that's definitely going up. I, I can't see a, a scenario where he where he doesn't get to to ten at least as yeah. long as he plays thirteen games again. And again, the catching was way down again. Thirty four receptions for only two hundred yards. I I think massive improvement in all those categories. So yeah, I think much better this season for 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 Dalvin Cook. I mean, what was he last season? The RB. He was out, outside the top twelve, was he? Um, that's a good question. Just... I'll double check. But yeah, I can't remember him being as as massive a factor as we'd all hoped. He was. Uh, here we go. He was sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. In both I think. And PPR. Yeah, I can't see a scenario where 
I'm, I'm hopeful for your sake the Vikings win more games this season. Um, <laughs> Me too. Um, but yeah, I can't I can't see a situation where if, if Cook plays and the Vikings actually win, I can't see him being outside the top 10. So yeah, big season coming up for Cook, I think. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so moving on to number eight, who have you got sitting there? Uh, number eight, um, this was a bit of a tough one because originally I had him outside the top 12, but then I was like, he's, he's so good, I don't think I can put him outside the top 12. I've got Kamara at, at eight. Interesting. So Kamara hasn't made my top 12, but... I, he hasn't at all. It's his... Oh. Yeah, it's his situation, I guess. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I appreciate the situation. I think I'm sort of thinking on along the lines of hopefully he plays at least a full season, but... I just think he's he's such a talent. He's not quite CMC level, but if you look to his his first five seasons of eighty plus catches, I, I think if he if he does play, I'm, I'm expecting Winston to be good. I really I really like Winston. Um, thirty interception season aside, I think he's gonna have a, a strong campaign this year. Um, and I think I expect Kamara to be to be a big part of that. I appreciate the rushing attempts did go up last year. Um, he was at 240, which is 40 more than he usually gets, obviously, because they just had no weapons. So I'm expecting that to take a little tick down. But I think receiving-wise, um, I think way more than 47, which was last year. I'm, I'm expecting much closer to 80, even if he only plays, say, 10 games. I think I think he'll be much higher than that. So I'm, I've, I think that could change. But yeah, for now, Kamara is, is at 8 for me. Great stuff. Okay, uh, so for me at number eight, um, it's a bit of a gamble for me. I'm oh, kind God. of weirdly high on him. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, nice. Okay. Um, I have him pretty high, but I, I know there's news coming out of camp that he's sort of splitting work with uh, AJ Dillon, but I think if AJ Dillon was to usurp his position, he would have done it by now. Um, yeah, agree. And I think this is a strange year for Aaron Rodgers as well in that, you know, he's lost... Adams now, I think. Yeah. I, I think Aaron Jones is going to be far more of a a viable yeah. target for him as well. Um, I just think that situation in Green Bay is really hazy, and Aaron Jones is kind of the rock that's that's you know holding holding things yeah. together a little bit. So <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think I can see Rogers leaning on him quite a lot, and uh, as a result of that, I've got him as high as I've got him. But he, he he's a bit of a for him to be as high as he is in my rankings, I guess he's a bit of a dart throw for me. But I just have a weirdly good feeling about him for for those reasons. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go straight into my number nine because that's Aaron Jones. Then, um, yeah, same, exactly the same feeling. I think if if the Packers are to do anything in terms of a you know a playoff run or if Aaron Rodgers is to have a good season, I kind of feel like Aaron Jones also has to have a fantastic mm. season. If you know what I mean. Uh, so same points as you, I think. I think Aaron Rodgers will have a good season. I can't see him having a bad one. I just I think he is that good. But I think the bulk of the workload does have to go through Jones. Yeah. He only had 800 rushing yards last season. I, I think that certainly goes up. Uh, and the 52 catches he had last year, I think that's at minimum that's going to stay the same. So, yeah, I think big season for Jones. Um, yeah, I, I really like Jones this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Same. Um no, I'm glad. I'm glad you had him quite highly. I didn't know whether it was just me being a little bit <laughs> optimistic, but no, I just I like the guy this year. I've got to say. Um, so I guess number nine for me then, um, in contrast, is DeAndre Swift, oh, um, okay. who 
he's an interesting one. Again, PPR, he catches the ball a lot more. If you look at his, his yeah. year last year, he played 13 games. He was number 15 in PPR, number 24 in standard scoring. Mm-hmm. That's a huge drop. That's a big, drop of yeah, nine places drop. just because of, of you know the, the game in the air, I suppose. Which, you know, it's it's, it's interesting really to see, see how that changes things. But obviously, he also had... Uh, he didn't have that many touchdowns last year. He had five touchdowns. Mm. I think if he can improve on that aspect alone, it will just definitely help him out massively, and it'll really put him up there. and And I think the Lions, you know, I think they've S- sneaky they've, good, or yeah, they've drafted <laughs> they've drafted well. They I did, mean, they obviously, did well. Goff isn't he's not the long term you know, solution. He's not. But no, he not has led a team to a Super Bowl before, and you have that to has. you have to remember that. And I think a lot of people don't. Um, so I just I, I do feel quite quite excited about his, his possibilities of doing something really great this year. He's obviously moving into year three. He knows the system better. Um, he has improved. He's got a tangible mm-hmm. improvement from first year to second year, and he'll also hopefully be able to play all the games. You know, so with thirteen games, he's number fifteen. If he plays all of them, you know, where will he end up? That's the big question. So he's. Again, he's another one who's pretty high up for me. I would definitely be happy if he fell to me as the ninth running back off the board. Yeah, I, yeah. So I mean, similar thing. I've I've got him just after Jones at ten. Like if you look at the so before the injury in half point scoring, he was the RB nine, um, and led at that point led all running backs with fifty three receptions, um, nineteen touches a game, which would have would have ranked ninth so obviously the injury injury really did yeah. cripple his chances of a, as a, of a top finish so yeah if, if he plays the full season i'm expecting big things out of swift i don't think he's he's quite as good as saying harris they do obviously similar things catching the ball and running the ball and obviously the lines i don't think will be as good but yeah if, if he plays all the games just purely on workload alone i, th- I think yeah top 10 finish surely for swift great stuff um Okay, so for me at ten, oh, <laughs> he's he's a talent, but he's he's been a huge disappointment at the same time. Um, it's Saquon Barkley. Oh he's, God, he's still in the top ten for me. Oh, that is a big one. I think if he was still there, I think I'd have to take him. You know, I. He's he's a dart throw. He's a massive dart throw. But I still believe. You know, think of his rookie season and how excellent he was. Last year was strange. It was he wasn't who we wanted him to be. But he's still Saquon Barkley, and it just feel wrong to to give up on him now. I feel like you know he's had a year to bed back in. <laughs> he's not just coming straight off an injury this time. Uh, the Giants have made some moves to strengthen their their team. Uh, you know, Danny Dimes oh, knows God, that Danny this Dimes. is his last season to do <laughs> surely. something good. Surely, surely, good things are going to come out of this. Um, I, I can't put stats down on the line for me to say why I think this is the case because it would just embarrass me to do so. But I just have a feeling, Jack, that that Barkley <laughs> is worth the number ten spot, and hence, yeah. hence why he made made my top ten. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think this might be the only one we disagree on because I, I am, I'm, I'm very much done with him. Are you I think. Out with him? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm it out. Makes I, sense. It makes. Sense. But I, like, I, I hope you know. I hope I'm wrong because, like, you know, that first year, what a talent. 
But I just, yeah, the Giants is an organisation that, yeah, Danny Dimes is is, is dreadful. And I, I think, unfortunately, Barkley's days of, of top 10 finishes are done. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the only one we'll, we'll disagree on, as he is, he's not in my top 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. Um, I think it is probably in my heart speaking more than my head. But there's yeah. some there's good news coming out of camp. You know, people are saying that he seems to be fully healthy. Um, he's he's got his explosiveness back. It's all the kind of things that you want to hear. But it is, yeah, it is again one of those scary things. But the fact that he's used as a receiver again props him up. And I think if yeah, if that's, that's, that's if true. that's more of a thing this year, then that's definitely going to really help him as well. So I don't know. I think in in our redraft, I think I'd be surprised unless somebody's not done any research. I'd be surprised if he was the tenth running back off everybody's lists. I think maybe I'm a little bit high on him, but yeah, I've I've got faith. I have faith, got and I think I think he might do great things this year. And if he doesn't, then I will be sitting exactly where you're sitting right now, and <laughs> I'll be completely out on him. Um, so, number eleven, I guess. Have you said you're yeah. number eleven? No, no, no. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll I'd Swift at ten. Um, eleven. I, I can't quite believe I'm mentioning mentioning him in the top twelve after the first few years of his career. But he's he's impressed the Buccaneers front office. Brady likes him. I've I've got Leonard Fournette. He's twelve for me. Uh, at eleven, um, you know, playoff Lenny is a thing. Um, he signed a big deal. So I think during the regular season, it's he, he's going to absolutely smash it. He yeah. catches the ball, 69 receptions last year. Oof. And I think the touchdowns will go up as well. Uh, only two on the ground, eight, eight, uh, sorry, eight in the ground, two in the air. Um, Brady's back. Uh, the Bucks are going to be a, a very formidable team. Clearly, if Brady trusts you as a running back, you, you're doing something right. Um, you know, he's not scared to just completely get rid of you if you fumble, and Fournette does not really fumble. He's only lost one fumble in his career. That's crazy. Um, I so didn't yeah, know that. That's that's mental. So, yeah, massively high on, on Fournette um, and the books in general this year. So, yeah, 11th, I've got Fournette. Yeah, well, he's he's number 12 for me for similar reasons. I think, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's proven his worth again, and I think he's settled into that offence. And as you say, having Tom Brady's... Uh, sort of massive good word behind you is, <laughs> yeah. is a huge huge thing so it's, it's exciting to see what he can do and as you say that, that re- receiving ability just helps prop him up so much but I did not know about the fumble stat but that is absolutely insane so yeah great stuff so for me I guess you know my number 12 so just to round out my top 12 n- number 11 especially given the news now that Kareem Hunt wants to be traded. I've got uh, Mr. Nick Chubb. Mr. Because Chubb. if he is the only running back in that backfield, he will dominate. And I know that he's not really a catching kind of guy, mm. and he is very much more of a, you know, kind of get your yards on the ground. But he's just that good, and he punches in touchdowns like nobody's business as well. So I think... Chubb is going to be pretty damn good this year, and if 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 Hunt is completely out of the equation, then I might even put him higher. Yeah, I, I must admit it was it was. I, I agree with all those sentiments. I I have I, I would have him at thirteenth. Mm. My um my number twelve, I think again is probably just more because I'm a Broncos fan and I own him in Dynasty, but I, I've got Javante at twelve oh, to, okay. round, to round he's, out my top twelve. He's my number thirteen. So I, I I think if you look at the stats last year, nearly a thousand yards, 
very good pass catcher as well. 43 receptions last year. That was split in time with Gordon. I know Gordon obviously is still there, but most of the reports out of camp is that it's going to be more of a 70-30 split in Williams' favour. That's good. If you look at the stats from last year, the, the ridiculous broken tackle stats, this guy can just flat out run the football. As we know, the Broncos have Wilson, Russell Wilson now, so they're just going to be a much, much better team. Um, and I think Williams for the next three, four years will be a, will be a massive, massive part of of that offense. And I think he will slowly climb up my top twelve rankings as as the season goes on. Great, I guess that's uh, that's the top twelve done then for this year. So we're fairly similar, but some notable differences as we drop down. Um, which I guess you know the. The preconceived standard does change, doesn't it? You kind of your top five, six are almost always locked in, and it's mm-hmm. after that point that you kind of it comes down a lot to to what you believe is the is the correct way forward. And there's so many variables at that point; it's pretty difficult. But I suppose if there any is there anyone not in your top twelve that that we've not mentioned that you think could be sneaky good this year? Yeah, I mean, I think there's yeah, there's certainly some notable people that we've left out that I think. I think could have fantastic seasons. Like to me, it was crazy to leave. You know, this is probably the first time in a while Zeke Elliott's not been in my top twelve. I think, um, which is sad to hear. But I still think he he could have a good year. Um, I I like still like David Montgomery. I I, I believe you do too. But yeah, yeah. not quite top twelve. Um, James Connor. James um, Connor. I've seen. Sneaky. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen him in a lot of people's top twelves. Um, a lot of people's top tens. Um, so I think he could have a good year. And then some absolutely crazy reports out of camp about how good Travis Etienne's been as well. Yeah. Um, for the for the for the Jags, um, maybe not as high as twelve, but I could see him having a, a very good year as well. And then you've got people like, of course, like Brees Hall, very highly drafted. If the Jets are a sneaky good team, maybe he could um, put in a performance as well. Yeah, I mean, I agree with with all of those. I think. You know, there's a, there's a few that I, I would have had a lot higher this time last year, like J.K. Dobbins, for example. Yeah. Um, and Antonio Gibson, who were kind of two guys that, that I was, you know, really excited to see. But Gibson's kind of disappointed as yeah, his career's gone on. Now. And, yeah. and Dobbins, I think, uh, time will tell with that injury, I think. Um, yeah. It looks like he's still struggling in training now, and it's been a year. So, you know, it's Sad a long, long time. So it's a shame that he's dropped so low. I think Brees Hall, obviously, is, yeah, he's probably worth, definitely worth looking at as your RB2, if not your totally, RB1, yeah. Very RB happy. I suppose, if you if you leave it that late. Um, yeah, no, I agree with, with all of those. I think there's some, some really good, good guys out there. I suppose when you get to your later rounds, if you can pick up the likes of, you know, Tony Pollard or Chase Edmonds, they're always good good backups to have if you wanted to lean more heavily into your wide receiver strategy, which I don't know if I'd necessarily recommend, but... Um, no, no, me neither. <laughs> you know, there's there's some guys who, who are probably worth looking at later on uh, before you really start scraping the barrel. <laughs> so, yeah, it just running back seems a bit deeper this year. There's, you know, if I'm looking at... Agree. Of, David Montgomery's kind of at my number 20 spot. Which, which is crazy. Which is he, crazy. He can be phenomenal. He really can. Um, you know, J.K. Dobbins, I've got a twenty-one, for example. So, um, you know, Gibson at twenty-four. So it's it's, you know, there's a there's a big list of of people who are really good there. You know, you could feasibly have a great RB one and a great RB two. There's no reason not to. It mm-hmm. just depends which way you draft, I suppose. 
Um, but no, I guess I guess that rounds out the episode. I know next week we're going to be talking about wide receivers. I think yeah. we might tack on tight ends onto that episode. Potentially yeah, as well. might as well. Um, and then we're practically at the start of the season then, so we'll start our, our forecasting stuff. Uh, we would like to get an episode out as well at some point to, to discuss... 2023 draft picks um, and opportunities for 2023 picks, especially leaning into the dynasty side of things, and we will get our subject matter expert Rohan back for that if he's uh, if he's available. He has <laughs> just uh, had uh, a little girl, so uh, his his attentions are obviously all all about her instead, <laughs> which is uh, which is more than more than acceptable. So congratulations again on that, Rohan. Um, but we do hope that you remember your football friends uh, over here and come and join <laughs> us again at some point um, but if there's there's nothing else I guess we'll round out the episode any final words of wisdom RB wise or otherwise no not at all yeah again thanks for listening uh, very excited for the season and uh, we'll see you on the next episode we'll see you next time <laughs>